I'm coming in hot. Welcome to Living Off the Land, the All Things Cleveland podcast, with your hosts, Jordan, Jimmy, and Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. Yeah, coming in hot. Coming in hot. Just like the fajita. Like the fajita. I write what I live. Write what I live. My life in the speaker. I'm nice with the flow. Nice with the just like the demeanor. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Welcome into LOTL. This is episode 72. Coming to you live from Cleveland, Ohio, as always. Uh, we got a full roster, uh, full stack of gentlemen here. Uh, I'm Dan, here with Jordan and Jimmy. Our normal uh, lineup. What's up, boys? How we doing? Hey. What's up? Jimmy? What are you, what are you drunk? Me? Is that all you got to say? I <laughs> well, normally, normally, normally he answers when I say, "Hey, what's up?" He goes, "How's it going?" How's it going? <laughs> just I just reiterate it. I'm yeah. just all about giving it right back. That's okay. That's Very right. generous of you, Jordan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for checking into our uh, podcast here. If you hear the sounds in the background, it's because I'm doing a uh, live auction draft right now for fantasy football. So you'll hear that, and you'll hear some of my live reactions as we go through the episode a little bit. Um, thanks for following us on social media uh, at the LOTL podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, you can also check us out as you are on one of our uh, platforms to listen to our episodes, SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. So we appreciate that. Uh, give us a follow, give us a like, rating, review, all that good stuff, and uh, we'll love you forever. So, uh, as we said, this is episode 72. Uh, just quickly to go through what we're going to be talking about in this episode. Uh, we've got our poll of the week, our top five of the week. Uh, top five, we're going to go through our favorite fast food fries. This kind of came off of last week's top five. Um, we were going through the chicken sandwich wars. Um, we were kind of talking about uh, fast food fries as well. So we'll give our takes on those. Our poll of the week uh, has to do with our what's happening segment this week where we're going to be talking about some NBA jersey trends. Uh, going on as a lot of the NBA teams have released their alternate is it the classic edition what are they yeah. called so this year it seems to me like Nike made a made a point to uh, re-release 90s or even 80s jerseys so like official retros yeah. like dude I saw yeah. I saw earlier today they released uh, the Stockton and Malone yeah. 90s uh, jazz, jazz jerseys yeah. those are well, as, as we like to say here on LOTL, crispy. crispy. Oh, I was thinking Fuego. Oh, well, Whoa, Jordan, okay. yeah, Jordan yeah, likes that. That's, that's good. And Fuego. Did you, um, that's a little loud. Uh, yeah. Did you see, Dan, the Rockets are really, theirs is going to be the 1994-1995. Yeah, that's the red, uh, the red, and, red and yellow. Red and yellow ones. Yeah, those yeah. are sweet. The title ones. Yeah, so, for sure. I'm real hyped about that, and it's really cool to see the Cavs release. Um, yeah. They're uh, blue and orange and black. Yep, so yeah. that's what we'll talk about a little bit later on uh, with our poll of the week and our What's Happening segment. Uh, we will talk uh, some sports uh, as you continue to hear my draft going on. Um, we're going to talk a little Indians as uh, they're kind of they're in the playoffs, but they're fighting for it. Uh, Jose Ramirez, really bad break. Broke his hand while swinging a bat. Uh, he's going to be out for the rest of the regular season. If the Indians make the playoffs, he'll probably be able to come back for that, but we'll see. Uh, we'll talk some Browns, and then, as I said, with our what's happening in our poll, we'll talk some Cavs, and we'll talk some uh, NBA jerseys. And then Jordan's got a couple event previews for us as we kind of uh, wrap up the episode a little bit later on. But uh, before that, 
as always, we have a beer of the week. And Jordan, what are we sipping on? Well, guys, whether we like it or not, it's pumpkin spice season. It is Oktoberfest season. And sad boy, fall is coming just around the corner. So get out your Bonnie Vare and your uh, iron and wine. It's time to do this. Uh, we have Fatheads. Oh, <laughs> we have Fatheads. I understand it's pronounced Zufa. Zufa. I yeah. would have never thought it was pronounced that way. It's yeah. not spelled like Looking that. Looking at it, it looks like Gusufa. But um, the GS is like is, a Z. Yeah, okay. It must be some German thing. This is Fatheads. They call it their autumn, autumn seasonal. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a fest beer, Oktoberfest idea. Um, so it's they have imported German malts uh, to make it, you know, I guess in the realm of, an, of a fest beer. Uh, as you can imagine, it's got a nice roasted, um, almost like a nutty flavor. Um, it's a little darker. It's not like dark, dark, but it's not like a really light beer either. It's about five, five and a half, well, 5.7% uh, ABV. Um, I don't know. What do you think, Dan? What are your thoughts? I like it. Um, so I had, uh, I had an Oktoberfest. Oh, where were we? Oh, we were at um, Nano Brew. So it was the Market yeah. Garden. Uh, what's that Franklin called again? Castle? Yeah. No. Or no. Uh, it's their actual Oktoberfest. The Franklin Castle is I like... I think it's just called Oktoberfest. Yeah, it might be. Because yeah. their Franklin Castle is similar to like... That's like uh, a pumpkin ale. That's yeah, a, that's yeah, like yeah, the yeah. Uh, similar to... Um, Spooky Tooth. Spooky Tooth, that's right. Uh, no, I had their Oktoberfest. It was a little heavier. This actually tastes a little lighter okay. to me. Yeah. It's definitely an Oktoberfest. I mean, it has the right. same flavors. But it's not... And, and even like... Great Lakes. Great Lakes is more of like a full-bodied Oktoberfest. Right. There's this is almost like a light Oktoberfest to me. Yeah. Which that's just my you know. Uh, right. Well, it's like an amber color too. Yeah. It's just um, my uh, novice. Or no, I'm sorry. Beer palette. This is not an amber color. That's their other one. This is more. They describe it more of as a, of a gold color. You're an amber color. That's right. That's right. Um, I really like it. I think it's got a a strong flavor, but nothing too crazy. I think. Uh, Great Lakes Oktoberfest is a little bitter. Yeah. Um, I really like uh, Thirsty Dogs. Come on. Barktoberfest. Sorry. Um, and this is kind of in between those two, in my opinion. I really love Fatheads, so I'm always a fan of theirs. And I think this is a pretty solid yeah. uh, uh, fest beer. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, are they going to be at Oktoberfest this weekend? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But pretty much every major craft beer in, in Cleveland and right. Akron, Canton area is going to be yeah. there. It's really cool, actually. And we'll talk about this more later. But, um, I know Saucy is going to be there. Yeah, yeah. They, they have, like, a, a barn, basically, where yeah. it's essentially a mini uh, Cleveland. It's just like a local Cleveland beer festival yeah. in the barn. And it's where their main stage is for, like, exactly. their, their bands at night. Exactly. So it's real fun. Uh, you can, man, it's so much. I look forward to that every year just to sample all the different local stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so um, pretty solid beer. Uh, all right, Dan, it looks like you are still in the middle of that. Uh, how's yeah. that going, by the way? Uh, well, as I told you guys when you guys walked in, I, so I started the draft before we started recording. Uh, I kind of uh, kind of don't want to say the term I used earlier, but I kind of uh, pushed my chips to the middle of the table, as, <laughs> as you could say. <laughs> the beginning. So I'm doing an auction draft. I don't know how many listeners out there uh, are familiar with auction drafts. It's my first time ever doing one. Um, so I had no idea what was going on. And when we, I did a couple mock drafts like the last few days. 
but like when it started, I had no like I freaked out. Like I was like, you know, like the Joker in uh in Dark Knight. He's like, uh, everybody started losing their minds. Yeah, oh, it was yeah. kind of like that. So uh, I spent like one hundred and fifty dollars on my first three players. Yikes! And you have a budget of two hundred dollars for fifteen slots. So it's also a keeper league. So my keeper this year is Tyreek Hill. Who was uh, cost forty three dollars? So I st- I actually started the draft with one hundred and fifty seven dollars with fourteen slots, but I accidentally hit bid on Le'Veon Bell. So I got him, which is you know cool. Le'Veon Bell's a good player, but it was fifty eight dollars. Yikes! Uh, and then I bid on Patrick Mahomes for thirty two dollars. Well, that's okay. At least you know he's gonna. Well, yeah. I mean, like all those guys are gonna be good, but yeah. like I've never done this before, so like I have. Nine players still. I have nine slots still to fill. And I have twenty-one dollars left. Yikes! Yeah, so yeah. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing right now. So I'm freaking That's out. That's too bad. But like, so like, so if you guys if you guys see me, uh, if you guys hear me out there, like, make a ticked off sound. It's because there's a player that's up for bid, and I can't bid on him because I don't have any money left. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Well, well, well. well. I, I mean, to be fair, there are guys right now who are in worse shape than I am. Like, I have six players, and I have $21 left. Uh, there's a gentleman, Reptile House, who has five players drafted, and he only has $18 left. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> Subway's Jared Fogle oh, wow. has six players and only $17 left. So, yeah. I, I don't know if I should. I shouldn't have said that. That. <laughs> on the recording, but you know we're gonna uh, go. With it. Hey, you know, it happens. <clears throat> so uh, yeah, that's what I'm gonna be doing. I'll drop in here and there, but take it away, boys. All right. Just be cautious <laughs> of the the swear words coming yeah, from sorry, Daniel's sorry, mouth. Sorry. We'll yeah. just add beeps. It's okay. Yeah. We'll edit that out. Um. All right, Dan. Well, appreciate that. Oh, yeah. uh, I do not do fantasy football. I actually do fantasy Premier League. He does so. fantasy mm. soccer. Fantasy soccer. What is that? Sounds I terrible. I guarantee you, no one who listens to us has ever done this before. It's very uh, fun. Maybe. It's know. actually really fun. It's oh. the same thing as fantasy football, but just for soccer. I wish they had fantasy MMA. I would definitely partake in that. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. They, that, I'm I think sure that's they just do. called gambling. Yeah, right? yeah, that's called Yeah, it's called calling your bookie. That's what that's called. <laughs> yeah, it's good enough for me. Yeah. All right, well, let's get this show on the road. We have. Uh, <laughs> let's get some of the. Let's get some of the. Let's get the top five out of the way. Let's do that. Let's talk some fast food fries, boys. Let's talk. Uh, Jordan. Ever since I was a kid, fries have been one of my favorite foods. All right, can, we just, can we just get this out of the way first? <laughs> Nobody put Taco Bell's nacho fries on their list. No, they? no. Okay, thank God. No, I said to get that out of the way first. As uh, I've always been a fan of fries. As I get older, not so much, but I still love fries. Um, so I'll go first. Let me, anybody, <laughs> let me go first, guys. Uh, number five. I, I'll be honest. I'm pretty picky with fries. So this list is not exactly me saying some of these fries are the best. It's yeah. more I just had to fill in something. Right. Um, there's really two fast food fries I eat in this world and, and love, but we'll get to those in a second. Number five, Burger King. When I was a kid, I don't know if it was different. I felt like in the 90s, those Burger King fries just hit differently. Uh, nowadays, oh. I can't say that they're that good. Um, uh, I don't know, dude. Oh, I'm kind G- of a fan. Jimmy F's with some. Uh, okay, okay. Some I mess fries. with Burger King fries. Recently, this past summer, when I was working those 12 hour slave yeah. shifts, uh, for lunch breaks, we would go to Burger King sometimes, and I 
as the kids say, mess with those French he fries. Mess, that's how they say also, it. Also, right? well, you know, I again, I, I, I don't. I think the problem is Burger King has a weird customer service problem where sometimes their crews are terrible and their fries are just bad. But when you get fresh Burger King fries, I like them. I'm, I'm okay to eat fresh Burger King fries. It's just so many times they're like soggy and disgusting. But. We're talking about bad customer service at fast food places. The Wendy's down the street oh, is by far it's the worst. worst. Okay, bad. somebody just spent $25 on Chris Carson. I don't even know who that is. Exactly. Me neither. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even have yeah. enough money to bid on him. So to that person, dumb. Yeah. He's, uh, like, he's the starting running back in a running back by committee for the Seahawks. Anyway, sorry. There we go. Uh, number four, McDonald's. I've never actually thought Whoa, McDonald's is that four. great. Yeah, MDs. In recent years, McDonald's gained my respect when they revamped the Quarter Pounder. Now my actual favorite fast food uh, cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. I know, crazy. I used wow. to hate McDonald's. I can eat a Quarter Pounder any day now. Uh, and since I've been into the Quarter Pounder, I got into their fries. Again, I think they're all right. They're not bad, especially, again, if they're fresh. Mm-hmm. But they're classic. Number three, Five Guys. Um, I, I think Five Guys is pretty solid. My only complaint with Five Guys is sometimes they're a little undercooked. I feel I always um, get them well. I always right. when I'm when I order, I always order them well done. Yeah, because or crispy. Or crispy. crispy yeah, because undercooked fries have a weird flavor. Like there's a certain change yeah. that happens when they go from cooked but not crispy to crispy, yeah. and it changes everything. It's like chewing um, on wet toilet paper. And then I, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the thing I do a lot. Yeah, that's, yep. Um, And uh, I like the Cajun fries, but sometimes you get these kids and like when they think when you say that, you literally want the fries like to have like a one inch layer of, okay guys, that's way too much. Yeah, I always do light Cajun. Exactly. Light Cajun, extra crispy on the fries. If you do that, then they're they're solid. Number two for me is Wendy's. Love Wendy's fries. I think, man, they are just, if I want fries i think generally wendy's is what comes to mind okay i can eat wendy's fries almost every day i can't wendy's burger used to be my favorite fast food burger but then that quarter pounder blew it out of the water so uh for now it's just the fries uh number one is chick-fil-a yes. i am in love with chick-fil-a everything about chick-fil-a Waffle i love fries baby. i love their their chicken sandwiches of course i love their chicken tender things but their waffle fries in my opinion are the best fries you can get at a fast food restaurant Absolutely love them. Uh, do not try to argue with me because it's not worth it. This is subjective. <laughs> so subjective. Fair. All right. This who's is, up? This is, jo- this is Jordan's opinion. Jim, I'm actually real excited here. Jimmy, I feel like you're kind of like a fast food connoisseur at times. Really? Uh, I think so. As a college student, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I delve heavy in the fast food industry. Big um, on the four for four. Big four for four, fella. That's what I mean. See, uh, I don't do four for four when I go to Wendy's. No? I do have a funny story. I'll tell it... I'll tell it. After, I'll tell it later. All right. I, I do we'll want to tell a funny story about Wendy's, though. Keep the listeners on edge. Yeah. Okay. Number five, uh, we're gonna go with Burger King. I know I talked very highly of Burger King, but okay. Yeah. Um, growing up, as you said, in the '90s, although I was a '90s baby, growing up, I have a just a long history with Burger King. Whatever reason it was, when I went to preschool, my dad would pick me up, and occasionally he would just take me to Burger King because it was right down the road. And I'd always get the chicken nuggets and Burger King fries. So that's just something. Always be near and dear to my heart. Oh, yeah. Um, but I think eventually they kind of got a little worse. But you know what? They're making a comeback. Yeah. So I Burger so. King at number five. We're going to go with number four. I'm going to have to say 
McDonald's. Okay, McDonald's okay. is number four. Uh, sometimes they can be a bit salty. Sometimes they can be a bit soggy. It really depends on where you go. But I swear to God, in that <coughs> salt, just a little bit of crack cone, crack cocaine. I think they, they cut <laughs> yep. the fries with. Yep. There's something in those something fries. Something those. smacks. But um, that is true about McDonald's fries. I always find myself like you never feel I'm good like, after eating a large no, no, McDonald's no. fries. I tell you what, not to be gross, but about three hours later, I'll just get this like knot deep in my innards, and oh <laughs> man, it just, it feels like a rock is in there. Uh, okay. Just Fair the enough. fries, not the not the quarter pounder. Okay. The quarter pounder does not bother me at all. And uh, okay, number three. I don't think anybody's gonna have this. Well, at least Danny won't. Steak and shakes. Oh, fries. are you? What is wrong with yeah the skinny ones? The skinny Those ones. Those are oh. disgusting. No, those are not easily. That bad. If I had a worse fry list, I would put that number one. Mm-mm. They are so bad. Now, steak and shake has one of no, the better burgers. I love steak and shake. It's a good compliment. Not the smash burgers. It's a good not compliment. The fr- Man, I don't know about. I that. think fries by themselves, it might not be the greatest. You know what? I'm I'm gonna do a one time only. I'm gonna switch. Four and three. We're oh, gonna say wow. four is McDonald or four is we influenced steak him. and shake. Three is McDonald's. Yeah, a little bit. Whoa, right, whoa, wait, right. wait, wait. Hey, one bite. Everybody knows the rules. You can't once you say a score. You're right. You can't change it. You're right. All right, I'll stick with it. Number three, steak and shake. Wow. Another thing, maybe it's just more nostalgic because during high school we'd always go to steak and shake late night and get the milkshake and the yep. fries along with it. So something about that milkshake fry combo. No, I get that. It's home. I do get that, and that kind of goes back to me even putting Burger King on my list because we used to go there every Friday mm-hmm. growing up. Well, not every. You know, there was a period where my mom took us there every Friday, and yeah. So anyways, just kind of that retro thing, or that retro, that nostalgia, nostalgia. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number two, we'll say Wendy's. Okay. Uh, I think Wendy's out of the big three fast food between McDonald's, Burger King, and Wendy's. Wendy's just. I don't know what they're doing, what salt or seasoning they have, but it just hits different. I and heard it's I heard it's sea salt. Yeah, you know what it is. I, I think they that. introduced that not too long ago. That was ago about either. six or seven years yeah, ago, I think. They, yeah, they incorporated that, and that was... I, I think know, it makes a difference, if that's 100%. what it is. Yeah. You know what I had yesterday, or I actually bought this bag. I forget what company it's called, but it's a bag of uh, sweet potato chips okay. with sea salt. Oh, huh. that sounds but good. Phenomenal. Yeah. A little yeah. too much sea salt. They have it without it, but... Highly suggest. You know what? You can I'm scrape gonna, some of that I'm going to look this up. Sweet potato fries. I don't know what company it is, but if you want to endorse us, if you want to be a, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, it might be hard to find. Anyways, just go look it up. Probably one of the best brands. Uh, number one, I'm going to have an honorable mention, and Dan's probably going to kick me in the teeth. Okay, so number one's going to be Chick-fil-A fries. Nothing better than dipping that Chick-fil-A fry in the Chick-fil-A no kick sauce. So yeah. Literally nothing. Or better, any of so. the sauces, really. And 100%. Sometimes I just have like four Now, of them. are you guys fans of dipping fries in ranch? Oh, yeah. You know, okay. I can do it. I, I Especially never... if you're talking Chick-fil-A. They're yeah. garlic yes. herb ranch. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, I'll put that up against any sauce you can get at any fast food restaurant. Yeah, I... It's better than Chick-fil-A sauce, which could be... Whoa, Chick-fil-A table. sauce is just honey mustard. Honey mustard and barbecue, I think. I'm not a big fan of it, to be honest. Ooh. But I like, like, it's, it's I like better their... Than, like, I like their so sriracha, good. something sriracha sauce. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Uh, but yes, I do the branch thing. I didn't used to. I do that now. Uh, this is really weird, maybe. I actually sure. dip my fries in blue cheese if it's available. Oh, okay. <coughs> I bet Especially when it comes to wings. Fatheads fat blue cheese is amazing. Do you eat your wings with blue cheese or ranch? 100%. Blue cheese. I think that's the way it is. Blue that's cheese. the way it should be, but I'm yeah. not a fan of it whatsoever. I like water. Is, is, is it weird to like watery ranch? 
Like, I don't no. like thick ranch. Like, you know how when you go to restaurants, they watery almost always have the watery ranch? That's my favorite type of ranch. I, I'm just a I fan of all things ranch. I could dip almost anything in that ranch. The watery mm-hmm. stuff. You know what might probably taste good? I've never tried. Yum yum sauce and fries. Oh, I bet that would be good. That probably tastes good. There's got to be a food. There's got to be a food truck that does that. Oh, 100 percent. Maybe we'll see one this weekend. <laughs> American Asian fusion. <laughs> and my honorable mention. I'm gonna back away from Daniel. What's up? Burger King's chicken fries. Oh, I, those I mean, aren't fries, though. I know. I'm just saying. I, they're good. I like them. They are good. I, I don't. Can, does the Taco count? Bell? Stuff? Technically, we didn't say French fries. We said uh-huh. fast food fries. That's right. You weren't specific. On our enough. top five, so touche. Okay. You're welcome. All right. Have you ever had the spicy chicken fries? Yes. Oh, those, those are great. Those are phenomenal. Oh, they had like a jalapeno what? one yeah. too, right? I think jalapeno mm-hmm. on a steak. Yeah. So that's <laughs> it. Okay, my turn. Uh huh. All right, so number five for me, Wendy's. I actually have two on here that none of y'all have said. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have a feeling what it is. Number five is Wendy's. Uh, they're good. They're okay. They're, they're whatever. I'm not too excited about for, the Wendy's well, hype well, train. For me, Wendy's fries are only good if they're fresh. If they're like you would think most fries bad when they're like not piping hot and bad mm-hmm. if they're flimsy, but there's one that that I'll, that's acceptable. Uh, like that, which I'll get to. I think it's um, a sea salt. Yeah, could be. Uh, number four for me, Popeye's fries. I, you know, I don't okay. even. I can't. They're seasoned fries. Oh, so good. I don't Here's, know if I've ever had that. Oh, dude, you got to go there and you got to get the uh, the three piece uh, chicken tender meal with fries, and then you get one of their buttery biscuits. Oh, it's amazing. Now, it's incredible. are you guys fans of the potato wedges from like anywhere? Or would you rather have a French fry? I would rather have a French fry, but there are some good. I would rather wedges. have a French fry, like but KFC's I will say potato wedges. I, I do like say, KFC's potato wedges. Yes, they are good. That's, I was actually thinking about that. That's I will yes. say McDonald's uh, hash browns. Ooh. Okay, some of the yeah. best potato products out there, for sure. They're solid. Uh, Again, crack cocaine. I don't know what yeah. you're doing, but keep doing. Yeah, uh, number like I said, four's Popeyes. Love their seasoned fries. Uh, three for me. I my favorite type of fries waffle fry. So, you know, oh, you guys are both said Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Three for me is Mr. Hero. Oh, my God. I just completely forgot one. Dude. Top five. Very, uh, simil- very similar to Chick-fil-A. Uh, I actually think they're kind of better than Chick-fil-A because they're always crispier. The The issue is they don't give you as much. So uh-huh. you get, like, you get like in an order, like you get, like, four or five, like, actual waffle fries. Man, y'all must be on crack right now because uh, I don't know if they're better, but... <laughs> They're crispier, and if you like crispy, you'll like it. If you don't say what I'm thinking, I can't believe I forgot it, but go ahead. Uh, I have to say something after this. Number, what am I on? Number two. two. Number two for me, Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. Um, can't beat it. Well, you can beat it because it's not my number one, but as far as waffle fries, I'll give it to it. Um, and number, number one, what? Go ahead. Number one's McDonald's. Oh, okay. It always has been. It always will be. Okay. It's the it, like you said. It's the crack. It's the type of salt that they use or something. Crack. And they're they are <laughs> crack. They, <laughs> crack rock. They are the one fry that I can handle it not being like them being like a little flimsy. Like say like, uh, I went got them and like took them back. So, like if I went got them and like drove them home, didn't eat them in like the car, and they were not super like firm. Like cold right out of the fries are good. Not cold. Not room temperature. Yeah. So yeah, that that's my top five. Hold on, did anybody say Arby's curly fries? Because no, that's for sure. Garbage. That's for sure. Oh, like my they, number two. It should have been on there. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, do not, I didn't think of that. I do not like Jordan. Those. Let's fight. I right used now. to like those. Do it. Used do to it. Like do it. Do it. Do it. Debate. He. Uh, okay. Yeah. No. I'm a master <laughs> debater. Okay. 
Whoa! Got real close to something else. <laughs> Jeez. This is yes. a small table. I want our knees are almost touching. I want I want to take steak and shake out. I'm going against my other word. And we're throwing. Davy Page views would not be happy with you right now. It's all right. It's not like he's listening to this anyways. Maybe he How do is. You know? I don't know. Maybe he How is. How do you know? He's always looking for new podcasts. Right. Maybe he'll you know hire us to move to New York and Jordan, Jordan, will, Jordan will leave the podcast because he doesn't like Barstool. Barstool but you know how much money they make? Uh, I there's move. already a Barstool Cleveland though. That's not a podcast though. That's a that's just a Twitter page. Oh, mm-hmm. so what would you guys be called? Uh, Living off New York. Yeah, living I off the land and the Big Apple. Living <laughs> off the Big Apple. Yeah. We, L-O-T-A. L- one bite doesn't a day. Rhyme. Doesn't sound as good. Yeah. But Yikes. yes. Jordan, what if what's we wrong it? with Arby's What if fries? we called it taking a bite out of the Big Apple to sustain ourselves with? Yeah, that you'll take a bite out of the Big Apple. <laughs> Where are we going with this? I don't know. I have no idea. Arby's fries are... I want to hear your guys' takes on Arby's fries. I like fries. curly fries. I don't like Arby's curly fries. <laughs> the seasoning is just so... No! It feels so fake to me. Okay, well, it's fast food. I... There's better good. ways to season fries, man. Well, I, I don't agree. know what they do to their fries. I, I, this is where we disagree. I also hate Arby's. Like I don't. Yeah, think, it's I, not good food. I couldn't tell you one thing from Arby's that I've ever had that I was like, I'm glad I ate that. <laughs> I can't. I can't tell you one. You're thing. never happy you made the Arby's decision. No. Fair enough. I think maybe one time because I was literally, like, my stomach was eating itself. I was so hungry, and I was like, oh, food. I'm grateful for my meal today. What are they known for? I just bit on a kicker. I'm such an idiot. Are you like not? Are you? Is this like involuntary? Like what's going on? No, I just I I I, so I was on the I was on our outline, uh, looking at my top five, and I went back into the draft and I saw that uh, I could bid, and I don't know if it just didn't register that it was a freaking kicker, but I bid on a kicker. (laughs) I wasted three dollars on Matt Prater, the kicker of the Lions. At least, at least he's a kicker in a dome. So, at like, least he's a kicker in a dome and a kicker that's probably going to kick a lot because yeah. you know how they are with you know. Being that's good. still that's inexcusable. I I just oh my god. You All right. Up. All right. Yeah, you done messed up, McLovin. <laughs> Let's get this back on on track. Um, oh All right, we're gonna delve into a little bit of sports talk uh, to get that, and we're gonna wrap up with the Cavs in this sports talk, and then we'll bounce into the poll of the week and a little what's happening action. So let's start with the Indians. Uh, unfortunately, J-Ram is out for the rest of the regular season. Um, it's weird with J-Ram, Ram, I want to say Ram, but J-Ram because he's had a weird year. He started off really bad, started doing really well, and he's kind of been off and on ever since, I feel. I, I completely disagree. He's been the MVP of the league since the All-Star break. I don't know about the MVP, but... he's Since the All-Star break, he's batting three thirty. He has 15 home runs and so four, over 40 RBIs. He's definitely doing good. Um, what does this mean, though? Like, obviously, it's, it's not good to lose <sighs> Ramirez, but are they going to... They need to just make the playoffs. Are they going to be able to do that without Ramirez? Uh, yeah, I think they can win the... I mean... Right now they're they're I think three games up on the wild card, so right they're also they're also three. Well, games. that's the first slot, right? Isn't there two slots for the wild? Yeah, card? they're three. They're only a game up, I think, on the first slot. Okay, okay. And I think they're three games up total. Okay. Um, and they're also three games back in in the division, and they have six games to play against Minnesota. It's all going to come down for the Indians how those games against Minnesota go. If the Indians win five out of six, 
They probably win the division. They could, yeah, they could. If they go three and three, two and four, that's, that's, Minnesota's going to win the division. That's the thing about baseball, and they play so many games in so yeah. little time that, that <laughs> things can switch around. We won fast. our thirteenth game in a row against the Tigers today. Our fourteenth, I thought. Ooh. We're thirteen and one against the Tigers. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I thought it was 14. Or it could be 14. Yeah. No, 13th in a row, we're 14 and 1. That's what it is. Okay. Because we yeah. won the first game against them, lost the second game, and then have won every game That's against them is. since. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the twin series sounds like we're kind of in agreement that that is going to make or break the ability to win the uh, division, obviously. Um,. So, what about Kluber? Like, what, what, what do we know about him? I, I know he, it was looking promising for a while. Um, and I, I'm going to also throw in Carrasco in here because I, I know there's some news that dropped today about him. Yeah, Carrasco's going to get activated on Sunday. That's great. Uh, which is incredible because three months ago he had leukemia. Yeah, um, yeah. So, he he's not going to start for us. Um, he's going to come out of the bullpen. I could see him playing that Andrew Miller role in the playoffs for the Indians where... Uh, in a high leverage spot, he just comes in and pitches like could pitch like two innings. Like if say the starter, because in the playoffs you always pull your starters early. The first time they get right. into trouble, That's you true. pull them out. That's true. Yeah. So like a lot of times in the playoffs, especially in 2016 when Andrew Miller was so good, uh, Tito Francona put him in in the fifth inning and pitch him the fifth, the sixth, and like into the seventh. I think you could see the Indians try and do that with Carrasco. So I think he's going to be your Swiss Army knife out of the bullpen for the Indians. And that will start before the playoffs. Like, when he gets activated on Sunday, I think that's going to be his role for the last month of the year. Mm-hmm. He's not going to start again this year, any game. I don't I don't think. Kluber, I, man, I don't know. He was supposed to be back by now, but he had that oblique strain. So I guess he's supposed to get checked out this weekend. But they still haven't said when or if he's coming back now. So, hmm. you know, I don't know. They've got they've got the top two. They've got Clevenger, who pitched a eight inning shutout yesterday. He's got like a one point nine two ERA in his last yeah, he's, like. He's been great. Yeah, he's unreal. Uh, Bieber as well, uh, and then this Aaron Savali guy's come out of nowhere and is pitching unreal for them. So we'll see what happens. They still they have Plesac too, who's pitched really well. Uh, you know, so I don't know. You know, we'll see what happens. But I, for them to do anything in the playoffs, they have to get uh, Jose Ramirez back. Yeah. Because they're back to they're back to hitting like they did at the beginning of the year, where they'll score four runs a game and it'll be like two solo home runs and like an infield single RBI. Like they're not scoring runs anymore. And they started scoring runs when Jose Ramirez started playing better. Now that he's out of the lineup. I could that could affect a lot them, of yeah. a lot of lineup protection goes out the window. Like today, the lineup they put out there once you get once you got past the fifth spot in the order, yeah. it was like minor leaguers. Mm-hmm. It was like Mike Freeman, Yu Chang, Greg Allen, and yeah. Kevin Ploiecki. Like that's not those aren't major league hitters. Right, right. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm confident they're going to make the playoffs. I don't know if they're going to win the division. It's going to come like I said. It's going to come down to those Twins games. Uh, which I think one, one, three of the six remaining games is next week, I think. So I think the Twins come to Cleveland. So we'll see. All right. Well, hopefully uh, we can catch a game ourselves in person. Um, yeah. And hopefully they can they can at least lock that wild card spot up. So that'd be that's all you need to do sometimes. Um, 
you know, there's been a lot of weird stuff that happens with the wild card teams. So right. Um, all right. So moving on to another uh, Cleveland uh, sports teams. The Browns are actually playing right now. It looks like they're up. 10 to 9 over the Lions in preseason. This is a final preseason game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yep. Do we know? I have not been paying attention to this. Have we been paying attention to if any starters played in this game? Or uh, no it, starters played. It was all just like, yeah. okay, yeah, that's what I figured. So not too much to speak of there. Um, Dan, though, uh, we do have an announcement we'd like to talk about in regards to Browns. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'll let you take, uh, take this spot and explain what's going on. All right, so uh, us at LOTL uh, kind of had a bit of a brainstorming session uh, after our episode last week and then texting like the day after. Um, one of the things I know for me that was frustrating, not, not, with, not with you guys, like yeah, with, yeah, just with like when we record and you know, when we're able to get together, was during Brown season last year, by the time that uh, we were able to record an episode, it was five days after a Browns game. So it was really hard to re- review a Browns game because all the react has, had already happened. Like on the local talk show, on local radio shows, on Twitter and everything. And uh, so it was just really tough to, I feel like, gain any sort of interest on our end when talking about the game because everybody's already looking towards the next week's game by Thursday and Friday. So I was just kind of thinking, and I bounced it off of you guys, and I talked to some of the guys that I usually text with on Sundays. I have a group, Browns text uh, chain, uh, that I have with a couple buddies from high school, uh, Steve Stefano being one who's on our show all the time, and kind of had the idea to have a Browns post-game show uh, presented by LOTL on... Uh, Sunday night, where uh, Sunday afternoon, uh, I would get together with uh, whoever wants to talk with me. Uh, Paul said he would do it, our former co-host and my roommate. Um, Like I said, Steve. And then one of my best friends uh, from high school, Matt uh, Steigerwald, shout out Matt, uh, who actually lives down in Florida now. Uh, He's the other guy that's in my uh, text chain. said that he would love to uh, help me out with this. So what we're going to do is we're going to do a Browns postgame show for Living Off the Land. And uh, we're going to do it every Sunday, like I said. It'll be after the Browns game sometime. So actually, it might not be every Sunday because Browns have Monday night games and Sunday night games and and, and a Thursday night game. So yeah. it'll be at, right after the Browns games. Um, we're going to put out probably like a half-hour react show where we talk about the game that happened and you know, hopefully that'll help uh, help our listeners who are who are looking to either celebrate with us after a big Browns win, or you know, dissect and critique the team and the coaching and the front office. You know, after a big loss. Um, so we're gonna have that going on. So we haven't given it an official name yet. Uh, right now, it's just the Browns post game show presented by LOTL because uh, it's not actually a Living Off the Land episode, but. Uh, we're going to put it out on our platform, on the Living Off the Land platform, so you'll see it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, like our normal episodes, uh, but it'll be just different. So, basically, you're going to get two LOTL episodes a week for the football season. Yeah. Um, you'll get our normal episode, which will still be on Thursday nights, probably released on Friday, and uh, yeah, we'll just go from there. 
But uh, yeah, I'm super pumped about this. Uh, I've got some ideas in the works on stuff we can do as far as production-wise and and uh, getting this going. So um, yeah, really looking forward to that. All right, thanks, Dan. Um, that'll that'll be fun, especially for those who are, are you know who are more into the Brown stuff. Um, I, I've never really been a big NFL guy, so I always felt a little bad when. We talk Browns because I, I didn't have that much. It was basically me talking to <laughs> yeah. myself. Yeah, so this will be fun yeah. for not only Dan, but I think it'll be good for those uh, our big Browns fans who have, I'm sure we have a ton of to follow us. So um, yeah, so thanks for that, Jimmy. Anything you want to add? Or is the first game next weekend? Next Sunday. Next Sunday. Yep. Yeah. Okay. September eighth. So our first uh, Browns post game show will be September eighth. Next Sunday night. Awesome. What are the yeah. plans? You guys going anywhere? For the game? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. I, I kind of want to go downtown and tailgate and then, like, go to a bar for the fun. game. Um, so we'll see. Well, yeah. I'll we'll be see. home. Uh, ooh. 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 Might have to go to West 6th and Barley. Uh-oh. Maybe rep the new LOTL hats. Ooh. And the shirts. Hey, now. That's right. We got those, too. Those mm-hmm. shirts are smooth. Um, all right. Moving on to the next topic we got let's do a couple different segments here all under one topic uh we got the Cavs now so there's not really much to talk about as far as like the actual team this is probably the deadest part <laughs> yeah, of the NBA season yeah we still got um, like six weeks to go before we right talk about the so we're not Cavs. gonna talk anything like although I will say I I'm not saying they're gonna make the playoffs this year but I'm actually really excited to watch a young potentially exciting team that'll yeah. probably still lose 50 games but they're going to be, to me, I think they're going to be exciting as hell to watch. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Back I mean, to you, Jordan. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. No, what did I, what was that one thing? No, I said, I said, uh, what did I say that one time that was so awkward? I was like, sure, Dan. Or, sure, sure thing, Dan. Dan. That's it. Sure thing, Dan. <laughs> sure thing, Dan. <laughs> wow. Uh, Anyhow. Um, so let's just start, uh, let's just jump right in. The Cavs unveiled the ni- their 90s retros jerseys. So these Love are the, it. These are the light blue black and orange ones that were like all kinds of crazy non-linear you know designs um they they just announced today that they're going to be or yesterday that they're going to be debuting these jerseys this season along with a court a matching court for some games uh this is a part of the all-encompassing i guess nike retro push that they're doing this year with the nba teams Pretty sure every single NBA team is releasing an, an an official remake of their some classic jersey in the past. So as a Rockets fan, they had their 1994-95 title winning uh, jersey scheme, which was the red and yellow. Uh, Dan, you also mentioned the Jazz, for instance, are yep. going to do their really cool. I hate the Jazz, but I have yeah. to admit their jerseys are cool. With uh-huh. the mountains, the Karl Malone Stockton jersey era. So a lot of teams are, are debuting these. Some have already. Some are doing it little by little. So it's uh, part of that. Um, this is also part of the poll of the week we decided on, which was last second, unfortunately. But we still got some some good turnout. Um, do you like the Cavs? Uh, the new Cavs retro jerseys that will be debuting this year. Twitter oh, said. Uh, well, let's just go around first, actually. And, and Dan, we know you like it. Um, any specific reason why you like it? Just the nostalgia, or you just really like the design? Well, it's, it's my—I mean, it's my favorite Cavs uh, jersey design. Um, it was the jersey design that I grew up with. Now, I saw uh, 
I saw people on Twitter and reacted to people on Twitter who said, like, well, oh, those jerseys only remind me of losing and the Cavs sucking right before they got LeBron. Mm-hmm. Okay, but they still look cool. Who cares? Yeah, that's, yeah. Like, the, 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 the way that the jersey looks isn't going to make the team play better. Right, right. Like, I, I hated the Cavs jerseys when they won the championship, and they won the championship. Right. I hate the way the Cavs jerseys look now. Right. I think the Cavs jerseys now are disgusting. The only one I like is the black one, I do just agree. because the it's got the C. Is, yeah, the, the black. That, that that font that they use. Oh, it's terrible. Across, the like, new with font. The, with the like, it almost looks like you guys Reckley. remember. Reckley. You guys remember when in school you would make that S out of the lines? Mm-hmm. Oh, That's what yeah, it looks like, yeah, and it yeah. just it's so freaking annoying. Yeah, Jimmy. Anything to bounce off of that? Yeah, I like them. Uh, I know you're mentioning the jazz uniforms, which are top five all-time favorite. Oh uh, yeah, with unis. the mountains in the background, also so cool. Yeah. Well, um, before you get going, sorry. You know what would be awesome is if the Thunder wore the old school Supersonics. No, nope, that's that's a travesty. They are not allowed to do that. They <laughs> but need that's to, who they are. They, I, doesn't matter. That's that would be blasphemy. But there's never. I think there'd be a lot of angry yeah, fans. Yeah, Seattle's 100 percent getting another team. No, I would they? bet. I would bet money that they would get another team. They have, they to, build, they have to build a new arena first. They already have the plans for that because they're going to get a hockey team too. No, they renovated Key Arena. No, no, they already have debuted plans to re, to build a new arena. Good luck. I, I would bet money that they're going to they're going to get another NBA. Good luck they on should. that. That's done. a huge market. That is one of the most scandalous moments in NBA history, by the way. Anyways, along with Cleveland. Uh, yeah, let let let's let's calm down on that. All right, the Browns are moved out of Cleveland. <laughs> no, 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 I said NBA. I said NBA. Oh, okay. I said NBA. Okay. I thought I, for no. real, I thought you said no, sports not, not first. Sports is it? Yeah. No, I said NBA history. Um, so you like them too? That's what I yeah, it's just funny how I know we've talked about this on the podcast before. The nostalgia, how everybody just craves yeah. it. And I want to mention one thing that's totally unrelated to basketball, but American Horror Story just put out something on their social media. Their theme, I don't even know if anybody follows that show anymore. I kind of lost interest after the, the second or third season. But they, uh, their theme this year is like a 1980, almost like Stranger Things vibe. And oh, I thought that was really interesting. That's actually kind of cool. Because Stranger Things, how much attention it gets. It's yeah. funny that a lot of these other productions and TV and movies they follow in the same footsteps so we're just in a time of nostalgia it seems like and yeah. everybody's on the bandwagon so right. uh i love these jerseys i can't wait to see them and for the fans who say it reminds us of losing uh for lack of a better term piss off because who cares yeah, that's so they look stupid. cool it's a cool I, design i agree yeah i i i these are the jerseys that i remember of the Cavs when i was a kid uh visiting cleveland um, so I love them. I think they're great. I'm all about 90s NBA jerseys. To me, that was the golden era of not only the NBA, yeah. but of jerseys in general. Yeah. Um, people were having fun. The design. I could only imagine how much fun those designers were having. And like, what a fun and vibrant have the, time. Have the Raptors unveiled theirs yet? No, but if they don't debut... No, well, well so like... Like, all these teams are also unveiling court right. designs. The yeah, Raptors unveiled their court design, and it is that. So what you're talking. So it's it's gonna happen. But I want it to be like the purple one. I don't want them to do like the white white one. one. But that would be okay. But I I, or the black one's okay too. I agree. Um, So yeah, I mean, this is when I fell in love with the NBA, and part of it, I'm not gonna lie, as a kid, you see a dinosaur as a logo, you're like, that's so cool. Oh yeah. You see, you know, uh, I don't know. I'm I'm blanking out, of course. the Charlotte Hornets logo, you're like, that's super cool. I mean, every team in the 90s had something awesome, except for the Spurs, because they're stupid and they suck. 
But um, <laughs> almost every other team had an amazing jersey in that in that era. I mean, even the Bulls, like that's just classic. But and it hasn't changed too much. But every team, it was amazing. The Rockets had some really cool jerseys that. Not that, really Boston. That, well, Boston no, because Boston and and Boston and like Spurs never changed their jerseys except for when the Spurs do their camo jerseys. Also disgusting. Right. But whatever. Do you hate um, the Spurs, Jordan? I do hate the Spurs. <laughs> Wrong Spurs. I like one type. I, I like one team that's called Spurs, but not, not the basketball Spurs. But anyways, so I'm going to bounce into what's happening where I'm going to talk about this. Why does Nike and NBA teams insist on making boring jerseys and even logos right now? What is up with that? I understand late 90s, early 2000s, teams kind of pushed for a different look. Like they're like, okay, this is cartoony, blah, blah. Okay, I get that. But why did it get so over-the-top boring? Like, Houston Rockets even debuted their main jerseys. And they're better than the previous jerseys, I guess. But they're still so boring. Um, the Raptors, arguably some of the most boring jerseys in, in the whole league. And they had arguably one of the most popular and funnest. That's not a word. Uh, and most <laughs> enjoyable jer- jerseys <laughs> in the league. Up. You almost said that's not a word before you even yeah before I said it. Yeah. Uh, you know what's going on with this, guys? Am I crazy? I know I'm not a marketing major. I know I'm not a business guy. But mm-hmm. like we all agree that if the Raptors were to just kick out that stupid design and the stupid jerseys, they're like, "Oh, we're going back to the dinosaur." It would sell out, right? Like it would sell out. Yeah, it 100%. would be. Why don't they do it? I what think, am I missing here? I think recently in the past, you know, 10, 15 years, and I don't know why I'm bringing up Apple, but designs just seem like so clean and so slick and so clean cut that that's just the trend. And mm-hmm. in the 90s, as you mentioned, just the patterns and different designs, <laughs> it was so everywhere. Much, it was just everywhere. There was no consistency. There right. was no like fluidity with the design. Just did whatever you want. So I think once that kind of settled down, and the 2000s hit, and I, I keep bringing up Apple because when I think yeah, of clean yeah. cut, I think of Apple. I mean, they used to not layout. be clean cut though. No, uh-huh. you remember early Apple was like real hokey looking. Mm-hmm. Like they the were the one, they had like Apple. the color, the colored uh, monitors or whatever, and you're just like, what? <laughs> I just think that's the trend, whether it's in yeah. fashion or just business marketing. Okay, so here's another question I want to bounce off. You would know a little about this, maybe you too as well, Dan. Uh, Shoe culture, like sneakerhead culture, yeah. has evolved from, if you remember early 2000s, mid 2000s, even late 2000s, boring. very boring, whites, blacks, grays, some color here and there. Oh my goodness, now it's off the roof. I mean, you have just some shoes that are coming out, and every like stitched like patch in a shoe um, will be a different color sometimes. Uh-huh. I mean, you yeah. even have some shoes that one is different color than the le- right and the left. So... I think we're going to go back to some 80s and 90s wackiness. And I think, I'm going to say this right now. I think the inclusion of this year where they're all debuting a famous 90s jersey, I think we're a couple steps closer to teams just going back and, and settling in on an old design. So the Astros, this is another league, I understand that. But the Astros, for instance, had those wacky, boring jerseys from the oh, late 90s. And even late 2000s, they went back to their original 70s and 80s and early 90s color scheme, and it's been incredibly popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think we're going to see the same thing happen in the NBA. I think so too. And I think I, history yeah. just repeats itself. Yeah. And I don't know what it was when the tides start to change, but I think it's just a trend and a pattern that 
just kind of took over. Whether it's the NBA becoming a billion-dollar right. company, they want right. to see more professional right. and just keep the clean-cut colors and uniforms. But I think with just the expre- as you mentioned, shoe culture. Yeah, I think which goes which oftentimes goes hand in hand with NBA culture. Oh, hundred percent. I think when when you think of shoes, what's the first sport you think? Basketball. Of? Basketball, of course. Oh, basketball is the sh- is the style of shoe oh, that yeah. made shoe yeah. culture what it is. Hundred percent. I think in the next few years we're going to see. Hopefully this year we'll see a huge sway in uh, uniforms. But um, I think we're just at the, um, I don't know. I think we're at the early steps of the, the pattern finally change. So hopefully we get to see some throwback unis more. Hopefully it just becomes a thing mm. because I'm kind of sick of just the boring I'm so spurs, sick colors, I designs. It. It's boring. I hate it so much. It's not much. what sells. It is ridiculous. How, wait. What the Raptors did to their jerseys is disgusting. What the Rockets did to their jerseys is disgusting. What the Cavs did to their jerseys Ooh, is disgusting. Ooh, I just got your boy, Who? Will Fuller. Look at that. No, wait, what? Didn't he just tear? No, he, no, no, he's, he's not. He's Miller tore his ACL, not yeah. Fuller. Fuller tore his ACL last year. Yeah, yeah good thing been, you guys traded for Duke Johnson. Now. I know. Now that trade looks a lot better. All right, well, that was fun. Um, I wanted to talk about that. Me and Dan kind of had a discussion a few days ago, and we kind of decided, hey, this would make a great topic. So glad we talked about that. All right, um, Dan, how's everything going Wait, over there? Wait, so real quick, oh, I, I wasn't really part of that discussion, but do you think um, a lot of like the hokey and like weird uh, jersey designs that are current, I think, I wonder if a lot of it has to do with Nike. So you're thinking rather that than ra- more so rather than like the t- like obviously oh. I know the teams get final like probably final discretion. Sure, but I'm sure Nike has a huge. But set. Nike's the yeah. ones that probably submit them right. to designs, and, yeah. and and it recently within the last three years switched over to Nike, and that's when you started seeing like these weird, these weird, and and to you me, I'm funny? I'm a huge Nike guy. Over any other Same. clothing, apparel, yeah. shoe yeah. company, I'm 100%. Nike. But like, you, man, you, they missed the mark on you, these you basketball know, jerseys. You know what's you know what's interesting. Um, Several Premier League and or European soccer teams switched to Nike, and fans have been mo. Uh, I almost said a bad word. Fans have been complaining about um, how boring some of the jerseys are. Yeah. In European league soccer, because soccer's always been a very expressive sport. Like mm-hmm. the jerseys have been zany all right. throughout the years, and you see Puma, you see Adidas, and you see uh, other teams or other brands, even like weird small brands like Diodora and Umbro that are having so much fun with their jerseys and you see the Nike designs and you're like, yeah. really? Puma's gotten big every, uh, all of a sudden. Puma's they got back into the basketball. Puma's world. not afraid yeah. to have fun with their jerseys. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I think you're right, Dan. I think that actually might be part of it. But it's weird to me because Nike's also debuting some of the funkiest shoes I've ever yeah. seen in my yeah, life. It's, it's, yeah. So True. I have to imagine it that it's still going to change one day. And NBA so. culture pushes fashion so much. I mean, guys like Westbrook and Harden and LeBron, um, LeBron and, and really any major NBA player, really, P.J. Tucker, these guys have so much fun with their fashion. And yeah. I think it's inevitable that we're going to revert to a really fun era in NBA basketball where we see some real cool jerseys again. I think it's coming soon. I can't imagine we're going to just stay like this. I no. mean, 80s and 90s fashion is coming back regardless in every back. other aspect of, back. Of, of everything mm-hmm. um so yeah that's just my two cents but um yeah great topic guys uh before we wrap up let's do a couple 
previews of some fun stuff you can do this weekend and in, uh, in a Yo couple boy. weekends from now. So this is a very busy weekend in Cleveland in general. Uh, the main thing going on this weekend, well, according to our podcast, is the Cleveland Oktoberfest. Um, it's the biggest one in Cleveland. It's in the Cuyahoga County Fairgrounds in Berea, August 30th through September 2nd. Um, $10 a ticket online or $13 in person. It's uh, got a ton of stuff to do. I mean, tons of German food, tons of German beer. They also have, a, like I said, a craft beer barn, which is real fun. Tons of local craft beer, which is also where the concerts are held, which are always fun. Also vendors. Yep. It's just a fun time. It can You can make it whatever you want it. You can make it a wild time or you can make it a chill time. It's your call. I mean, there's there's a lot to do. Um, for more information, visit www.clevelandoctoberfest.com. Um, another big thing that's happening this weekend is the Cleveland National Air Show. That is August 31st through September 2nd at Burke Lakefront Airport in downtown. <coughs> so you don't have to buy a ticket to see this, obviously, because planes are not little tiny objects that <laughs> stay in an arena. Uh, the planes fly all over, including down to Edgewater Park, because I've been there when they're flying over. Um, basically, if you're anywhere downtown with a good view, whether it's in a tower or just some area where you can get some space, you'll be able to see a lot of the show. If you are interested in going to the actual airport, it's $23 an adult, $14 for a minor. Uh, that would be ages 6 through 11. That is the um, That does not include seating, and you must bring your own chairs. Uh, it's $2 more per ticket if you buy them at the gate. Um, you can also get box seats. They're about 28 bucks. This includes a seat and access to private concessions. So basically, they have like a stand, like a grandstand. Yeah. Uh, the flight demos go from 9.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Uh, the highlights are the Air Force Thunderbirds and the F-35 Lightning uh, demos. So that's pretty cool. Uh, there's going to be tons more aircraft as well. There's a lot of World War II planes and things, parachute demos. Um, for more information on times, prices, and parking options, visit clevelandairshow.com. Uh, I highly recommend not driving and parking, but that's just my two cents. Yeah. Uh, there's probably a lot of good places you can park around mid, well not midtown, but around downtown, and then you could walk to a place that's closer to Lakefront or Burke Lakefront. But um, the final thing I want to highlight is Ingenuity Fest 2019. This is later this upcoming month, September 27 through 29, at the Hamilton Collaborative on 5401 Hamilton Avenue. Uh, we've been here before, Dan. It's described as a festival where art, science, and technology intersect. The 2019 theme is Dreamscapes. Um, long story short, it's like a science, art, and music festival. They got food. They got uh, they got drinks. So a little bit of everything for everyone. The local featured uh, drink brands are going to be Masthead, Market Garden, Gold, Home, Gold Horn Brewery, and Watershed Distillery. Friday at 6 p.m. to 1 a.m. Saturday, 1 p.m. to 1 a.m. And Sunday, 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. For more information, visit IngenuityCleveland.com slash IngenuityFest. Yeah. That's it, guys. Uh, yeah, so my draft, I'm kind of down to the... I can only offer $1 per player now, so... But I only have a couple more spots to fill. Like, I'm all... I'm, all my starting spots are filled. I just need bench that's players. That's fun. Just need some depth, yo! <laughs> some depth! Oh, man. 
I just realized I wasn't signed into your Wi-Fi because I have a new phone. Anyhow. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's wrap up this episode, which has been a fun one. What's the move? What are we doing this weekend, guys? Dan, the move, boys. Dan, you go first. <coughs> uh, well, the move for me right now is doing this fantasy football draft. Uh... The move for me this weekend is going to Oktoberfest at some point. I don't know when yet. Uh, Saturday, I'll be watching uh, AC Milan play during Ooh. the day. Uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I don't know. It depends on when I go to Oktoberfest. I, that's yeah, kind of going to shape my whole sense. weekend. So, yeah. Sunday, just normal Sunday, church, and then hanging out with family. And then Monday, uh, everybody is off, so... Oh, Labor Day, yeah, Labor Day, right. we've got a family cookout at my grandma's. We do it every year. So, except me, boys, you're working. Come on, call. Well, oh, well. Yeah. So well. you have to be down at Kent. Monday? Can't leave Kent. Yep, lots of fun. Can't but, read, can't write, Kent State. So maybe Oktoberfest tomorrow, perhaps. We'll see. Maybe we'll see. Yeah. Keep our plans mm. open. That's right. Hmm. Uh, nope. I'm not sure. I'm working this weekend, Saturday, Sunday. Maybe hit the. Mm, Hit the town and Kent Saturday night. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, see what right. that it's lit. It's, no, it's lit. I gotta take you. From I gotta take you guys to Bowling Green, man. No, I'm okay. I'm down. You've never been there, so I have. Not really. when I was nine. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you couldn't even have fun. Just Come on. on, start the night at Broad House. Head over to. So we have a we have a club in Bowling Green that used to be a Skyline Chili. That sounds. Pretty accurate. One four nine, baby. Bowling Green has that's to offer. right. The <laughs> attic. There's a city tap in Bowling Green. Oh yeah, that's where it originated. Jordan. Right? Isn't that where it originated? Yeah. And then and then I got to get you guys to a hockey game. I'm down. That's I love, yeah, I love going to hockey games. College hockey. College hockey. Jordan, what's yes, the sir. move, buddy? So um, tomorrow night I have like a work happy hour kind of a thing. So doing that. I uh, don't know how late that's gonna go. So I'll keep in contact with you guys. Um, I have a Saturday I'm planning to do Oktoberfest, so we'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, Saturday morning, nothing. Probably just watch soccer. Now, Watching Sunday... you see me a long game. Oh, I will do that, too, yeah. Yeah. Now, Sunday, though, oh, boy. We have the uh, North oh, London... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go with you to that. North All London angle. Derby. Yeah. So, that's on Sunday, This so. guy ridiculously said on Twitter that that's the... Best rivalry oh, in sports. I, there's that's Stop. subjective. That's subjective. That's subjective. It's a very subjective. So there's no best rivalry. I mean, I, in my opinion, wouldn't that be objective? Subjectively, your him. opinion. Yeah. No, I'm saying that's a subjective question. There's no way you can settle oh. on. Yeah. There's yeah. no way you can settle on what you. I think, uh, for me in my life, it's the one that means the most to me, along with like the Red River rivalry. But you know, what I, about I, Rockets Spurs? Um, bad Spurs. That's not. Re- it's different. If they don't play in the playoffs, it's not really that or, crazy. Or uh, uh, Astros and like we could lose to the. No we could lose to the. We could outside we of the could, Yankees and Red Sox. We could so. lose to the San Antonio Spurs all four or whatever games in the regular season. But if that doesn't affect our seating, and if it, if we still do good in the playoffs, then it doesn't matter, you know. Right. But you lose to Arsenal even one time in the Premier League, and that hurts all year. So, I don't know. For me, at this point in my life, I'm super into that stuff right now. So, But, yeah, I don't know. So, that's Sunday, 1130. I'll be going to the early service. So, um, then I can, I'll go right over to Old Angle. So, yeah, that'll be fun. What time is the game at? 
The game is at 11.30 at Old Angle. Ooh, so have to go to the early church. Yeah, so we'll keep in contact about that. As yeah. far as Monday goes, I am not, I have nothing planned other than getting my oil changed at my parents' house. So I don't know. I'll probably just take it real easy, honestly. I don't, yeah. I don't like doing anything crazy the night before I work. Take it easy. She's my lady, and that's that's not a great. Song. Hey, that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> what's that? What's on it? Uh, <laughs> wait. I'm the devil, and I'm here to say that I'm the most evil rapper in the USA. All my homies and my bitches say, "Oh." What is this? Oh man, it's what? one of the best Will Ferrell skits on SNL ever. You have to look this up. Okay. It's with Garth. Okay. It's amazing. Yeah, I've never seen that, but I'm oh sure man, it's good. fail. Where's the? Hold on. Fast car wow. on the highway on the byway, Mr. Robotron. Jordan, good culture. Oh, I'm sorry, I haven't seen every single SNL skit since like 19. That's like to use one of your words. That's an iconic skit. Okay. All right. Anyway. All right, so that's pretty much going to do it for us tonight on LOTL. I'm finishing up my draft right now, so, um, yeah, we'll see what happens here. Uh, good luck to all my guys, my BG buddies, um, doing the draft with me. Good luck this year if you guys are listening to this. Um, you can follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, you can listen to us, as you probably are, on one of our platforms, which is uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. Uh, and I guess we're on Google Play somehow. I don't know. You know, I, I looked know. that up. I didn't find it. I don't I Really? Don't, I don't Somebody know. showed me it before. Maybe we Maybe it got taken off. I don't know. But, uh, but anyway, um, yeah, check out our website, lotlpodcast.com, for all of our great content that we always post on there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 Uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, so until next week, we've got, uh, next week we're going to preview Browns week one, or actually NFL week one. We're recording the first game of the NFL season will be played. Will oh, be, wow. Yeah, so that night, the Packers are opening the season against the Bears, which oh, is like, they do the Thursday night which is like, yeah. that's like the oldest rivalry in the that's NFL. That's a big, talk about Bears, a big Packers. rivalry, that's yeah. a big rivalry. So, we'll be doing that, uh, and we'll preview the, the big Browns home opener, Browns-Titans. We'll kind of get into, it might be more of a Browns-themed podcast that week, but we'll see um, as we get closer to next week. So, uh, we're going to get out of here. Appreciate you guys listening. So, for Jordan, for Jimmy, I'm Dan. You've been listening to Living Off the Land, Episode 72, and uh, we will catch you guys next time. See ya. Bye. Bye. Yeah,